You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, episode six with Dalen Spratt. You know how many people think that, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to try that. The odds are against me. A lot of people count themselves out. So be one of the few that doesn't count themselves out and actually try. The pool is a lot smaller than you think it is. Trust me. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hart. Today on our show, I'm so happy to be interviewing Mr. Dalen Spratt. Dalen is a multi-talented entrepreneur. He's a co-founder and owner of Lorenz Spratt, a company that specializes in both fashion and film. His first show, Ghost Brothers, airs this April on Destination America. And Dalen's been featured on or in Essence.com, VH1, BT, Stars, the NAACP Awards, the Grammys, Spike TV. Man, I could go on and on. But Dalen, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. And thank you so much for being our guest on today's episode. Oh, man. Thank you so much, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be invited to speak. Fantastic. So, you know, I've shared a little bit about your bio in our intro, but tell me something I've not heard or seen about you in, in media. Tell me something that's not polished or scripted for <laughs> you know, media consumption, but it's 100% Dalen. Oh, man, that's funny. Let me think. Okay. I guess something that my close friends, like the people that are in my inner circle would know that they find like hilarious is that like I'm so laid back like I'm the type of person I don't need to be out like I'm happy with eating wing stop and listening to trap music <laughs> trap music and wing stop man I'm in my happy place man. <laughs> like I am so simple when it comes to that man that's right yeah so as, as you know as an entrepreneur I'm reading a lot about you okay. and I just find it so fascinating that you know you've created a business in both fashion and film to extremes in many regards what was your passion and and thing you wanted to do in life as a kid do you know what's this is this is funny that you asked that question because i really just thought about this the other day it's funny when you sit back and think sometimes and memories flow back into your brain i used to want to be go to the nba like that was my dream i was like i'm gonna be in the nba i'm gonna be the greatest basketball player ever bro i'm only five nine i say i'm five ten <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not i wasn't the best and I realized, I think, in the 10th grade that basketball wasn't for me. And I remember <laughs> quitting basketball. I stopped going. And there was this one guy named Bruno in the class. And he looked at me and was like, oh, Dalen quit basketball. What you going to do now? Own the team? <laughs> when he said that, it sparked something in me. It was like, you know what? You're right, Bruno. I am going to own the team. And I think that sparked, like, the entrepreneurial, like, bite in me and it was and it, and it had, yeah in the 10th grade i remember it like it was yesterday yeah wow so so then what inspired fashion and film that was just okay honestly i think about that a lot you have to be aware of the things around you so i feel like me as an entrepreneur i'm able to identify opportunities and fashion or entertainment was never my path. So like I said, it started off with me wanting to go to be an NBA player. And then it was, you know, why can't you own the team? So I w then I'm thinking I want to be a lawyer. 
So I go to mm-hmm. school, I get to college, I start studying business. And then my plan was to study business and then go get my law degree and do entertainment law. But then I, I get through business school, I get an MBA, and then I decide I want to start my own business. So I just, I don't know, every time an idea popped up in my mind, it made sense that I would want to step out there and try it, which led me to trying entrepreneurship, which was starting my first business, which is like this food delivery service in Dallas. That was my <laughs> first like really effort at like really trying to start a business. And it was frustrating. It was the hardest time of my life, but I needed right. that. I needed that. And it's just, I don't know, man, this is my path. It just, it's just, it seemed like God, I'm very spiritual. My mother's a pastor of a church, man. I grew up in the church and it just seems like God orchestrates my life and orchestrates and put me in positions to, to see opportunities. And it just seems like certain things pop up more frequently than others. And those opportunities fell in fashion and they fell in entertainment. And these are two areas that I felt like I was continuously blessed in life through no efforts of my own. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a door would open up in both of these industries without any effort. So I was able to create this idea and merge these two ideas to create LaRange Pratt, which specializes in film and fashion. Wow. That's, I know that's, that's a lot, man. man. That's, I know it's no, a lot. that's wonderful. That's <laughs> wonderful. That's 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 just nice. I mean, uh, you know, so so tell me through this. T- tell us a little bit about LaRange Pratt. OK, so the way Lorenz Brett started was back in 2007, 2008, I studied abroad in Beijing, China. I was getting my MBA and they offered a winter semester abroad and I decided to take that opportunity. And while we were there, I saw that they had this place called the Silk Market in which they produce all these clothes. And so while I was there, you know, I, I would go in frequently because I mean, I wanted to design a suit. I love dressing nice. I always like dressing nice. So I was like, oh, this is a place where I can design my own suit. But after being there, it turned more from me just trying to buy a suit to me really building a relationship with the people that were making these suits and the people that own these shops. And they allowed me to see the process and the logistics behind the manufacturing. And they really took me in and we kept in contact. And I always had that in the back of my pocket. I didn't know what to do with it at the time because I was just enjoying my time in Beijing. And so I kept that in the back of my pocket. And then when I came back to America, uh, me and some friends were talking and we just realized what I had. And that sparked a business, if that makes sense. Wow. So are you tailoring suits? Are you so what we do is bringing? So no, what we do is now we have all these fabrics, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fabrics. And we try to create an experience for our clients. So we want to be able to come to you. So either it's your home, your work environment. We take your measurements. You know, we go through all of our fabrics with you. We go through a design process with you. And then we leave and we produce your product and we come back two and a half to three weeks later. We do a fitting for you. And then if you're happy with the product, you take it away. If there are any small alterations need to be done, we correct it and bring it right back to you. So essentially, you don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home to get a nice tailored suit for the price of which essentially you could be paying for an on the rack suit. Mm. Yeah. We've created a model that we can provide great, great pieces for on the rack prices. So I don't I don't need to be P. Diddy to be able to afford one of your suits. Not, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. And you're getting the That's same quality fabrics. We just don't feel like we have to hit you over the head. I want every man to have the opportunity to be well dressed. Every man deserves to be tailored. Wow, that's a that's a very interesting side. So on the fashion side, it suits and you're you're focused strictly on men and suits. Right. As of right now. So we, we always okay. say that from a production side, we've always treated <laughs> we've always treated Lorenz Spread like a record label. And we said right. that the suits 
with a mixtape. So just to introduce <laughs> you to the right, just to introduce you to the brand, our suits were the mixtape. So we're we're pushing all these suits like these are grassroots us out in the streets meeting people, introducing ourselves, hobnobbing, introducing people to the brand by seeing us and wearing it. That's how we get our orders. Instagram, us just being face to face, being out meeting people, using our network. That's the mixtape. The album is when we release a full ready to wear line. We want you to be able to come to Lorenz Brad and get shoes, you get denim, you get jackets, you'll get linen one day, you'll get bedding. Like we want Lorenz Brad to be a full functioning lifestyle brand. The suits are just wow. a mixtape before the album. <laughs> that is really neat. That right. is really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm still I'm still a little bit puzzled. Who who are some of the people that actually inspired you to get into into fashion to begin with? You know, um, I've always enjoyed looking nice, like whatever I felt like fashion or style was. So I just always inspired to look nice and always wanted to look nice. So when I was in college, you know, I pledged, you know, my, my fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, and which is which is definitely a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful organization. But then I know it was one of my good brothers who's now my business partner, Jawan. He was always dressed to a T, dressed to a <laughs> T. And you see how the type of response someone gets when they're dressed to a T. And it always inspired me to always want to be sharp as well. And sharp doesn't always have to mean you're in a suit. It's just having some type of sense of style, whatever your style is, be consistent with it and wear it and own it. And that's what I don't know. That, that's just kind of the model that I've kind of flown with. So my, I would say my business partner, Jawan, is definitely someone who's inspired my style. But then I, I've always respected the hustle of of it's funny, but P. Diddy. So the fact that he was able to branch <laughs> into from music to opening a clothing line to a fragrance to, you know, right. like all of these things that he was able to venture and branch off into. I saw it was possible. And I saw that you can have a multi-focus. So is that what inspired film? Strangely, kind of. Yes, <laughs> because when I had my first business back to the online food delivery service, my best friend at the time, his wife, she called me and she was like, Dalen, you know, Diddy's in Dallas, right? And I was like, no, nah, man, I haven't even listened to the radio, heard TV or nothing. I've been focused on this business for the past nine months. And she was like, Diddy's in Dallas. He's casting for his TV show. I want to work for Diddy. You should just go up there. I think you can do it. And I was like, what? And she was like, just go. And I remember calling my mom. And I was like, man, mom, you know, I'm running this business right now. It's rocky. I'm stressed out. There's this some kind of, I don't even know, an audition. I don't know what that is, but it's, it's something with Diddy. Do you think I should go? And she said, baby, I think you should go. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I listen to my mama, man. Like, I'm one of those, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like my mama's been here, man. She's been here before. She's The wisdom from that lady, man, is, is life-changing. And she told me to go. And I went and, you know, fast forward. I ended up getting casted for this show. I was flown to New York. I was able to work with the person who career that I had been admiring for the past X amount of years, Sean Combs. And then that set my foot into the entertainment side of things. And wow. it just seemed like from there, God just kept opening doors in the entertainment industry for me. And you have to recognize it. And once you recognize it, you learn what you need to do to capitalize on it. If that right. makes sense. So take me back. So, you know, I always believe that as we're carving a path uh, on, on this journey, on our career journey, be entrepreneurial or corporate, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're learning through failure many of the times, right? So much of the time. 
talk me through some of the big lessons you learned earlier on in this journey when you were failing. Oh, man, the biggest lesson I've learned and that I tell people all the time is just because you have money does not mean you have to spend it. Like that is the biggest thing ever. It's been so many times I've tried my I think you need to repeat that. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to repeat that. That's a very important lesson. Man, I try to tell you, man, if you just because you have money does not mean you have to spend it. So you think like I have this big budget and I need to spend every bit of this to make it as big as it needs to be. No, you don't have to. And that's how you go broke. And I've done that a few times. You get all this. You, you try to raise all this money. You save all this money to make this project how you feel like it should visually be or what it should be. And you spend all of this on it, not realizing things happen and things come up. Now you have nothing and you lost everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about scaling. <laughs> Scale. You don't have to give up everything. Scale. Prove yeah. the concept first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't be in a rush. Just scale it. Scale it. Like, scale it based around your own requirements that you have. Like, you don't have to jump out there with everything. Like, my first, I, I tried to make a social network my, when I was in college. Facebook first hit. I was like, oh, man, I can create my own type of thing kind of like that. And I remember I was working at Yahoo in in Santa Monica. I had won this internship at Yahoo and they were paying me money I had never seen before. I'm 22, 21 years old with this NBA level internship at Yahoo that I won from a con from a contest that I just tried. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me stop everything I'm about to tell people. This is what. (laughs) Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Everything that's happened, every blessing that's happened in my life has come from me just trying. Me just mm. trying. Me getting on that Diddy show, I didn't know anything about auditioning. My homegirl just told me, Daylin, why don't you go just try? I said, you know what? I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to try. I tried and it worked. The internship at Yahoo, it was a, na- a national contest. The odds, I felt like, were just no way. Right. But I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. And I tried and it worked. You know how many people think that I'm, you know what? I'm not going to try that. The odds are against me. A lot of people count themselves out. So be one of the few that doesn't count themselves out and actually try. The pool is a lot smaller than you think it is. Trust me. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I really, out of anything, please understand that the pool is a lot smaller than you really think it is. I love that. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've seen some of your, your uh your youtube hits yeah, okay okay <laughs> a little preview on dalen uh, right. and you know i'm curious are there daily rituals daily routines that help you to sharpen your mind help you to keep grounded uh, in your in your day-to-day yes because i feel like for me everything that i do because I, I i walk in entertainment which is television and film and i walk in fashion so for me, it's just keeping my ears and eyes to entertainment, fashion, to the streets. So that's everyday life. So I'm on social media. You know, I'm on Instagram a lot, but it's not from a perspective. I was trying to explain to my best friend. It's not from a perspective of wasting time, but it's Instagram is allowing me to see how the world moves at any given time all over the world. That's priceless. Like I'm able to touch someone in Japan just by hashtagging something, which could potentially be an order for a suit of mine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. crazy how the world works and how social media works. 
So uh, definitely social media. And then I recently picked up this foreign language app. So I'm trying to teach myself Spanish. So I'm doing it at my own pace. I do that every morning to kind of start my day. I get up, pray. Is there a particular app you're using? Yeah, it's called Duolingo. D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O. Duolingo. You can pick from a lot of different languages and you can set how many minutes a day you want to learn. And it sets you up this whole little program. It's awesome. I, hey, listen, Duolingo, you have my endorsement. That's it's neat. cool. Yeah. So do you have any fears? I would be a lie if I told you I didn't, man. But I just try to really not think about it. But sometimes you, you have to be honest with yourself. And I would. And to be honest with you guys, my biggest fear is not being successful. My yeah. biggest fear is looking back and have realized I've wasted so many years of my life trying and it didn't it never panned out in which I thought it would pan out. Mm-hmm. And that's just but, an honest fear. You know, there's a there's something that I've been been thinking about. Do you do you think we're more afraid of failing to achieve a goal that we, we have set? Or do you think we're afraid of the larger responsibilities that come if we mess around and actually achieve the goal? I think it's the latter. And I believe that I wholeheartedly. So. I, I, I thought about that recently with myself. I, I've, I've found with myself, it's been times where I'm working on something for myself, a project, and it comes down to only needing something for me to do. And I'm procrastinating. And it's like, Dalen, why are you procrastinating? It's something so simple that you need to do just for this project to get done or be executed. And it's like it is because you're nervous for the responsibility that may come with this thing actually working. <laughs> Break that down for us. You know, what's what's something that maybe share with us, you know, something that you feared on your journey that you had to overcome to basically experience growth in Lorenz Spratt. You know, like what what did you do to overcome those fears and actually make make that change happen? Okay, for instance, with Lorenz Spratt on the uh on the fashion side of things we work with TV and film productions in Atlanta and we were able to get our wardrobe because we worked during wardrobe. Like we were both behind the scenes working, doing wardrobe for TV and film in Atlanta. So we were allowed to get our wardrobe on these TV shows eventually just through relationships that we built. But on the entertainment side of things, like we had this idea for a, this reality TV show and we produced it ourselves. We got it project and we just in Atlanta and there's just no one, Cared. It was a cool idea, but no one really cared. And I just had this drawing. I need to be Los Angeles. I know a few people out there, but I need to be out there. I feel this drawing, but it's going to take me giving up everything to try. And and I did try. And that's why I keep preaching the effort of try. And then by me trying and coming to L.A. and giving up everything, it was just like that opportunity blossomed into the show being seen by a network and being picked up. But it came through me taking that step out, me stepping outside of my comfort zone. I tell people this all the time. Think about if you ever ran track or you were a little kid, right? And you used to Mm -hmm. stand still and you tried to jump forward, right? You just stood there as a kid. You want to see how far you could jump. You stand still, you squat down and you push up with all your might and you jump as far as you can. And you jump pretty far. But think about that time five or six steps back and you ran and then jumped, you soared way further than you ever would have just standing still jumping. So I tell people all the time, sometimes you have to take a step back to get a running start to soar. So don't be mad that sometimes you take that step back. That step back sometimes is needed. 
and then mm-hmm. see, take a, take a different perspective and then take your five steps and leap. It's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there ever, you know, one, one specific, uh, decision or maybe a defining moment on your journey that you said, you know, this is something significant. This is a, a significant hurdle that I'm crossing, you know, to get to where you are today. It's a lot of trying times, man. I feel like you're going to always bump into some type of hurdle. I feel like in every project I've worked on, there's been some type of hurdle. I remember when we were um, initially working with Lawrence Pratt, getting our clothes developed. We were trying to find a way to produce what we were producing overseas. And the one person that we were speaking to, the one person that spoke English, the one guy, our connect that was working with us, just disappeared. He quit working there. So at that point, our whole business was done because <laughs> that was that was the one person that was the person that I built that relationship with when I was studying abroad in China. Like uh-huh. that was the one person that was it. And then you realize like anything can happen at the drop of a dime and you have to be ready. A lot of people would have just gave up. Other people would have just figured it out. The institution I went to, Clark Atlanta University, our motto is find a way or make one. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. That's what we live by, man. We have to find a way or make one. I can't I can't just lay down because, you know, my one person is gone. Like it has to be a way for me to get what I need to do done. And we worked diligently. We found an alternative method that worked out to be way better. And here we are seven years later <laughs> doing cool things. And that's what all we ever want to do was make cool clothes that we would love to wear and make entertainment television that we would love to watch. That's it. And have fun. That's amazing. Yep, have fun and work with your friends every day. That's all we wanted to do, man. That's all. And that's, that's great. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you're passionate about what you do. Right. And you're you're giving back to your customer in a way that you'd want to receive. You want to wear your own clothes, right? I right. Mean, like what, what you're giving to your customer, you'd wear for yourself. So exactly. I think there's a certain pride in that that comes through even in, in our conversation right now. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. You know, out of, out of curiosity, and you mentioned your mom earlier, but did family have an effect in, in shaping you and shaping the business? And, you know, can you speak to the value of family in your life and in your career? For sure, man. I can honestly say, like, my mother, her, her backing has always been like a huge blessing for me, just her support. And when I say support, I don't mean like financially supporting or backing a business. I mean, her just like, Baby, like, I believe in it. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Keep doing that. Like, I know that's going to be the one. No matter what project (laughs) it is. Hey, mom, I got this idea for, I don't know, it's a flying machine. Maybe that's the one. (laughs) You're going to do it. That's the one. I got you. And it's just that positive reinforcement pushed me to keep keep going and to to watch my mother. And I I sat back and thought about it. Like, my mother was giving me a sub, like, it was a subconscious lesson my whole life. Because my mother is a pastor of a church and I've watched her transition from a school teacher to opening up her own church, which essentially is being an entrepreneur. She started something from the ground up and built a, a congregation of people. And essentially for the past 18 years, my mother's been doing this with her church. And that's and I've been watching this since I was in the third grade. You know what I mean? So it's been instilled in me. And I don't know. It's just kind of cool. I think. My mother has probably been my biggest inspiration without me even knowing it. Right. Yeah. So Lawrence Spratt's been going for seven years now? 
we incorporated in 2010, but it was or like 2009. We were, you know, playing around and making suits for ourselves. So we count that mm-hmm. as well. How do you keep from falling or getting stuck in comfort zones along the way uh, with with the business? Because, man, things forever evolve and you can't get comfortable. As soon as you get comfortable, there's always something new. So, like, mm-hmm. especially with us working with social media to promote our products. And that's how we engage people in entertainment and have our ears to the street. Every couple of weeks, every month, there's something new. You, you're on Instagram. You get comfortable with Instagram, then there's Snapchat. You get comfortable with Snapchat, then there's something else. Like, there's always something going. So if you get comfortable, you're going to get lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to stay on your toes. If it's something you enjoy, you're going to want to stay on your toes and stay involved and stay and stay listening to the streets, as I say. So you can't getting comfortable will get you left behind. Mm-hmm. So as long as I want to play this game, I have to keep being forward thinking and, and, and see what's going on. So let's elaborate on that. What do you do personally to push yourself to new and higher heights? Like, what, how, how are you pushing yourself to goals you have set for 2016? OK, I see the projects that have the most potential that I'm working on at the, that we've been building for the past eight months. So it's a project, it's a television project we've been working on, and it's our clothing line releasing our ready-to-wear line. So it's a line of sports shirts and ready-to-wear suits. So it's, it's just focusing on that and seeing our competition in the market with a clothing line and seeing how we differentiate ourselves as a brand. And we're more of a lifestyle brand, man. Like, we travel, we have fun, we're young, we just love to look nice at an affordable price. <laughs> like right. that's it. That's all it is. We love to look nice. So we want to keep presenting that. We want to keep doing that and just keep doing more of that and keep being more visual. Just keep being more visual to the public and keep letting people know the products that we have and just pushing those products. Now, is that a sound bite? You know, we, we love to look nice at an affordable price. I, I kind of <laughs> like that. We I like that sound look, bite. Listen, we love to look nice at an affordable price. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's what we're here for. We love to just genuinely, we're all about a good time. A good Absolutely. time. Everyone should just look, dress nice. And whatever, when I'm, and by nice, whatever your sense of style is, man. Right. Whatever that is, just, just look cool doing it. My favorite era is the 1930s when I feel like everyone was dressed in like suits. Even the gangsters were dressed in suits and ties. This <laughs> <laughs> is the coolest time, man. <laughs> this is awesome. So, Dalen, it's the time in our show where, you know, you've been pouring knowledge, but we really want to pour out a ton of knowledge and wisdom, you know, for those listening. So, I am going to put you on the spot. I want you okay. to imagine that you've been, you know, pre-selected to work for the next president of the United States, right? Oh, okay. You've You've got to train up a team of, you know, brand new designers okay. uh, and, and people, you know, to work alongside you. Right? Okay. Okay. So what are three fundamental lessons you'd want to begin teaching them today to lay a, a, a firm foundation for success, both as individuals in their individual roles and as a team? My first one will probably be what I told you a couple minutes ago. My university motto, I live my life by it. Find a way or make one. My second one would probably be be consistent. And then the last one, it has to be be personable. Your customer service is everything. Be who you are. Let them like you for you. So if you put all three of those things together, that's essentially saying make it happen always with a smile on your face. <laughs> with those mm-hmm. three things, man, 
Like the sky is not the limit, man. It's just the view. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Make it happen always and with a smile on your face. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Galen, I, I just want to take a minute, man, and acknowledge you as a young trailblazer. You know, you're you're taking some really tough decisions and going counter to the norm. You're pursuing your dreams and your passion in both film and fashion. And this is a story, you know, listening to your story right now, it's inspiring. It's provoking thought. You know, more than anything, I'm, I'm really impressed with your ability to take two entirely independent passions and find a way to make them work for your business and your business is thriving. And, you know, that's amazing to me. I, I wish I wish you great continued success on this journey. And, um, you know, I know you have Ghost Brothers uh, debuting in the spring, correct? Right, right, right. It's coming soon, man. Working with Destination America. We don't have the exact date just yet, but it's coming up awesome. very soon. Best of luck with that. So, you know, we've got a few more minutes um, with you. So we're going to speed things up in these last couple minutes. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Ready. All right. So tell our Trailblazers one book you've read in the past year that inspired you. Oh, man. I'm currently reading The 4-Hour Work Week, and that book has changed my mindset from the first five pages. What's something small you've done in the past month that you're really proud of? I'm really proud of me sticking to learning this Spanish. So, hola, como estas? <laughs> like, I'm ready. Like, I'm good, man. In the next nine months, I want to be conversationally fluid. Nice. Can a trailblazer have too many goals? Never, man. You got to always keep dreaming, man. You keep dreaming, it's going to keep you striving for greatness. Name an online resource. You've done a few, but name an online resource. It could be an app, software, tool you use every day in your business, and you can't live without it. Three things. Guru, Fiverr, and Instagram. Instagram because it allows you to touch so many people so fast for free. So it's free marketing all day long. It's just how you choose to do it. Fiverr is an online marketplace where you can get free and creative done for like five dollars so if you need mm -hmm. logos if you need you know uh anything like that cartoon characters drawn t-shirt designs anything like that you can negotiate someone to design these things for five dollars and then guru is pretty much anything creative you can find people to edit books you can find ghost writers you can find people that can illustrate you can find anything but it's just out being able to outsource work all over the world at, the, mm -hmm. at your fingertip so i'm able to use that Every day in my business. Why is it important for you to volunteer and give back with both your time and talents? Because, man, it, I'm going to be honest with you, it's horrible to be up and coming and people have the, like, they can help you and don't help you. Like, that's mm. horrible, man. Like, why? Like, I don't feel like any, I, mean, I don't feel like I'm in competition with anyone. So if I have a resource that I feel like is not going to be of detriment to me, but could potentially benefit you, why would I not extend that olive branch? Absolutely. And it's just, been, it's just been times, so many times with us coming up where people had the opportunity. We didn't even ask in some occasions, but some occasions we did reach out and people genuinely had the, they could have done something, but just chose not to. And we just always said we would never be like that. So we always want to inspire and help others any way we can. If we see that we can help, why wouldn't we be a blessing to others? Right. Right. Is your all-time favorite quote that inspires you most? If you can't tell me yes, then you can't tell me no. And I and I yeah. and I, I stick to that. And and that, and I mean that from like a business standpoint. Nothing like no creepy way. When I say if you can't tell me yes, you can't tell me no. That just means that 
if you have to ask someone else to be to if you for approval to do something for me, then you can't tell me, no, it can't be done. I need to speak mm-hmm. to the person that makes the decision. I use that in customer service issues mm-hmm. <laughs> with Time Warner Cable, <laughs> with AT&T. <laughs> like, if you can't tell me yes, then you can't tell me no. Nice. Yeah. So, Dalen, unfortunately, you know, we're we're at the end of today's session. And, um, you know, but we we want to invite you to impart some actionable tips, maybe an inspiring message that can help us elevate our game today. Right. Take right. a couple minutes. Help us to gain some some courage, some motivation to blaze a new trail. All right. That's cool. man. I'm going to break it to you plain and simple where a good friend broke it down to me. He came to me one day and I, and I asked him, I was like, man, at what point do you stop? Like, at what point do you keep working and, and you realize, man, nothing's happening. Let me give up and just I just stop. And he came. This is my best friend, the one that always jokes. He came to me and he was like, Dalen, YOLO. I was like, bro, I'm being serious, man. I don't want to hear YOLO. And he was like, no, listen to me, Dalen. You only live once. You only have one shot at this. You don't know what happens in the afterlife. You don't know what happens when you pass away. But what you do know is you have one shot. So if you don't do it this lifetime, you will never do it. So how bad do you want it? If you want it, put everything into it and make it happen. Try every day until it happens. And if it doesn't happen, guess what? Then you die. So you never know. But you try it every day. (laughs) And I just live by that, man. Like just you only live once. Do it every day. Try it. Because if you don't do it now or today, you would never do it. You only got one life. Man, that is that is so great. That that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Tell tell us tell the Trailblazers community, you know, how we can stay connected with you. I will finish up. Man, I'm always on Instagram. My Instagram name is Dalen Spratt. So D A L E N Spratt S P R A T T dot com. And then our Lorenz Spratt. It's Lorenz Spratt on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Lorenz Spratt on Facebook. So definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Love for you to see our journey, see our ups, our downs, our sideways, our turns. We keep it out there, man. We just have fun and we just work. Just trying to figure it out one step at a time. That's right. Transparency is the key, man. Yeah. Well, yo, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Oh, for sure, man. I appreciate you inviting me. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you enjoyed Dalen's amazing story. I'll post links to his website, his Instagram, and his recommendations for books and resources on our show notes page at tvpod.com slash episode six. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, and tune in. And definitely link up with us. Uh, We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Our handle is at TBPod. At T, like trail, B, like blazer, pod, short for podcast. So our handle is at TBPod. Thanks so much for listening today. Now go out, go above, and way beyond to make today phenomenal. 